guys, welcome to the. I'm the black Muslim girl. Assalamu alaikum, everybody. Welcome back to the TBMG podcast, also known as the Black Muslim Girl. Today we are with very special guest, very beautiful lady, young lady. You can't see, but honestly, what we see in is so beautiful. Um, her name is Alexia. Mashallah, beautiful rivet. Alhamdulillah, guided by the divine light of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Very um entrepreneurial and educational. Today we have Alexia with us, and um, guys, why? Yeah, you turned out wrong. You're French. Let me bring back to French. Oui, oui, oui. Oui, oui, oui. So, um, this is who we have today. Salam alaikum. No, French, French, not Arab. French. Okay, this is who we have today. Wait, why are you guys laughing? I don't get it. Out. It's because it's it's giving me like Algerian French. <laughs> yeah, like, no, like, it looks like you're on Edgware Road speaking yeah. to me. Right I am Algerian. <laughs> What's your problem? I'm Algerian. Nigerian <laughs> Algerian. Okay? I'm Algerian. I'm a French Al Viva l'Algérie. Okay? I'm a French <laughs> I'm a French Algerian. Anyways, guys, welcome back to the TBMG podcast. I'll just practice in my French accent. Um, yeah, we're back with a bang. Um, we're with my beautiful maid, Alexia. And we're here to like, just talk up the things. I know you lot like the subjects because, um, funnily enough, the yeah the most listened episode that we have, if I remember correctly, I shall correct me if I'm wrong, it is the marriage, dating, and the cheeky halal relationship. So it sure is by far the most listened to episode. Like you guys love a cheeky marriage talk. You love it. You love it. They love it though. They love. Ooh. But then they go on the TL and say they don't like the conversation. But yeah, just yeah. Talking yeah. about marriage and mahar. Shut up. Well, no, but I can't like, like it. That get rinsed so much. Like, oh, what's your mahar? Shut up. Marriage is so simple. It's because it's the same it's culture the same in it and it becomes so complicated. Honestly, like, people just talk too much. I feel like people talk about things that they don't know about. But quick one, Alexia, what's your mahal? Like, what's your diary? Like, what do I have to, how much do I have to put down to get your hand in marriage? What, what, what is it looking like? To be honest, it's very, I find that subject very awkward. So I still haven't come up with my dowry price. Uh, oh, but you know that it's a price, not a thing. So you know it's a price and not a thing. It just depends. It, de- it depends on the situation. Ooh. And people's circumstances. Because it's very awkward to tell a man what he can afford. Like, that conversation gets a bit... Especially as a revert, like, it's very hard for me to kind of, like, put a set price on something sense. interesting so do you think yeah because because you said especially as a revert do you think that that has um what's the word i'm looking for 
do you think that that what's the word I'm looking for, guys? Help me. What's the and word? Impact. Yeah, impact. Bloody hell, like English was an English in today. Sorry, it's because I'm still French. Um, do, you think, <laughs> <laughs> do you think that that has an impact on what you can and what you won't ask for? I feel like when um, when you've been following Islam for quite a long time, especially like growing up with Islam, I think you're more prepared for that question. Like, but as for me, because I haven't really had like, I've had situations like where brothers have um, asked the question, but for me, it's very awkward because we live in such a society that's, what should I say? How do I say this? Like, economics matter, like, as, as we are aware. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to set a price or a set item because it's like, I need to go through his financial situations, which I find very awkward. So it just depends. That's why I don't have a set diary price. Ah, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. So, let's say, for example, do you two have a set diary price? Me, like, well, sorry, mine's I was just mine. asking you, have you guys thought about it? Because I've actually just realised I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't have an answer. I got one. I got one. Yes, I know. Right. Got okay. So I should really start thinking about this then. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a standard one. What do you base yours no. on? Me. Mm-hmm. My money, hot, hot. <laughs> My money, 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 hot, hot. Yeah. And your eyes go like that. Ching, ching. And that's what I base it on, yeah? All so on the moolah. What is too far? Like, what is a big dowry? Like, unrealistic? Nothing is unrealistic, baby girl. Nothing is unrealistic. Because how I see it is, yeah, I think, let me tell you two reasons why I don't think there's no such a thing as unrealistic, yeah? You're going to get married to me, yeah? Sorry, hold on, let me close the door. Hold on. (laughs) I would say, is someone clinking in the background? Yeah, you're gonna get married to me. Yeah, I'm now gonna become the woman of the house. You want to procreate? Yeah, I'm the one more than once, more than twice, more than three times, maybe four, gonna be pregnant, carrying a baby for nine months. I'm the one that's gonna be best reading. I'm the one that's going to raise the and nurture the child. In as much as everyone says, oh, yeah, the husband has to do it as well, this, this, that. Let's not lie. The mothers are the nurturers, yeah? I am going to be the nurturer of the household. I am going to have to sacrifice, whether we like it or not, because some people say, no, you shouldn't have to sacrifice. I'm going to have to sacrifice parts of me for the marriage, for the children, whether I like it or not. That's so just what you it want. Is. You want everything. You know, my point is there's no such thing as too much. No. If I get with a millionaire, my yeah. Yeah, hold on. Okay, I'm gonna yeah, ask, okay, yeah. If I get with a millionaire, yeah. then there's no such thing as too yeah. much. You're a millionaire. Whatever I want, you yeah. can get it. However, yeah. if I'm not yeah. with a millionaire, then obviously there might yeah. be something that's too much. But that's fine. We can break it down. Installments, baby. <laughs> you know what? I'm, actually, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Khadija's approach on this because why should yeah, I have a suffering this time? There's too much. I'm so sorry. I have a big team, bro. You have to be strategic. That's a big. What do you say? Like, so, like with what Khadija's saying, I 100 percent 
agree with you on that. That's basically my standard. That's not even the mahar bit. That's the standard full stop. Um, something, some, I remember someone mentioned this a while back and it got me thinking like, do I want my mahar to be just one set price or is there a way to invest in stocks and shares on top of the price so that it builds up value over time? That's why I said yes or no in the first place because there's the math, there's the gift aspect and, and the and the set amount. I'm happy to negotiate with that. Um, this is under the premise that I know who my partner is. We've been talking for a while, and for me, I already know like it has to be in your nature to provide anyway, whether regardless of my income. Like you, I have to know that you're someone that's always going to put my well-being and the family's well-being first, regardless. Mm-hmm. Based on that. I've already got in mind, like, I'm going to negotiate the set, mahar, and what that's going to look like, mm. the gifting aspect of it. But then there's also the negotiating with um, having a set amount that's going to continue for as long as possible. And while that's become, while that's an installment, it's not losing va- monetary value. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Monetary value. So it wouldn't just be money in and of itself. I would want him to get me gold because gold has a lot of value as well so that's why it's a combination like I still want the gift aspect of it because that's the blessing um but I'm also thinking long term because like Khadija said you are sacrificing a lot of you like I don't think people understand like when you become a wife or a mother your everything changes like once you become a mother there's no there's no going back to who you were before you've had children like you go through so many irreversible changes that's how it is so for me personally before I even get to that stage where we're discussing Mahara stuff, like I already have to be very confident that you are a provider through and through, not just someone that's like, yeah, I'll just splash out here and there. Like, nah, as in you're willing to put, you're willing to make my well-being and my family's well-being a priori- priority first and foremost. And I think that's the best way to cover all my bases and still have the gifting blessing aspect of Mahar. So cover your bases, ladies. <laughs> Cover your bases. Can we go back briefly? Sorry, we didn't get Alexia to introduce herself, like, and tell people like who she is. Oh yeah. <laughs> so do you want to tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Um, back to the introduction. Um, my name's Alexia <laughs> Brantes. I'm 23 years old. I am Senegalese and Portuguese and Angolan. And yeah, I'm currently working and I have two businesses at the moment, a teeth white company and an organic hair care line. Mm. Salam everyone. Mm, the teeth. Mm. Salam everyone. <laughs> cute, 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 cute. But um, what's it called? Yeah, I, I agree with Amina. Cover your bases, 100% cover your bases. That's why I said I have a standard one a standard one that everyone has to meet. And then depending on who you are, it gets tailored. So there's a standard, this is exactly what I want. And then when I know, when I meet you and we start discussing, then I start adding in things, you know. Nothing gets taken out of my standard one, by the way. It, not that. it goes back to your benchmark, doesn't it? About goes, your benchmark that you're talking about. It goes back to my benchmark. It's either you're meeting my benchmark or you're, you're, you're scoring above the benchmark, but not below the benchmark. Sorry, Guys, do you know who I am? Come on, like, like it's 2020. We need oh. to stop. <laughs> we need to quit playing games. I was like, I thought you were asking me who you are. I was like, I don't, yeah. No, no, we need, to, we need to quit playing games. Like, 
we need to quit playing games and playing it small. Like, do you know who I and am? And there's always ways to compromise, like without having to devalue myself and what my standards are. There's always a way to discuss these things. And I think that will come naturally if you've already built up a relationship with a person, like you know how they're like. So you're never like there's really no excuse. Um, especially if you've met me a certain way and mm. you know how I operate. Mm. By the time it gets to that point, you shouldn't be really surprised by how I have this discussion with you. It's true. So, it's very yeah. true. The only thing it's I've heard is that I don't want it to sound like a business deal. That's probably what I'm still struggling with because it's like it's kind of like it's not a taboo subject, but everyone kind of tiptoes around the subject. That's what screws us over because we're so used to compromising, and they just look at you at face value at, at who you are at that stage in time. And I think because we're so conditioned to feel guilty to ask for what we want. Of course, we're going to feel like, yeah, it feels a bit like a transaction and stuff. When really, it's just you setting the pace of how the marriage is going to be like when it gets to there in the first place. That's yeah, very it's a lot true. of learning. That is very true. <laughs> I was reading the tweet, yeah. Start it off as mean to go on. Um, I think the girl said something like, I see marriage as a business transaction and that's how I'm going to go into my marriage, seeing it as a business contraction. Um, contraction, I mean transaction. I think, Aisha, I sent you that tweet. and. I had a problem with the tweet. I was like, mm. oh, yeah. I, I didn't like the way it sounded. Married, business, transaction. It sounds a bit mm-mm, that, no, nah, like, <laughs> I don't know. It just. It sounded very like formulaic. Like, yeah, just very like. There's no romantic, yeah. loving aspect to it. And I didn't really like it. When like, the more conversations that I have around marriage being a transaction. If we're being honest, it is. It is. I mean, yeah. You do sign a contract. You know? You, you give and take as well. Exactly. Yeah, the contract is sealed exactly. by... A business transaction, but it is a form of transaction. There is some type of transactional things going on here. Do you know what I mean? Hence why you do actually sign a contract. And I think, as women, we actually should stop having and adopting that mindset that, this is a contract and this is transactional because a lot of the time men make marriage seem like it's a thing where it's like they don't gain anything from women like oh men don't need women women need men but if we're keeping it 100 you guys need us more than we actually need you like not a grand scheme of things you guys need us more than we need you and that is why when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Adam he said, nah, I can't leave you lonely. I can't leave you by yourself. He never went and go and created Adam's best friend and gave him another meal. No, Allah said, no, you need a better half. Guys, guess who the better half was? It was a lady. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> but here they are making it seem like they don't need us. Okay, interesting. But yeah, I think as women, we should start looking at it from a... Also, like, God made the rules clear, innit? Like, the guidelines are there. If Mm -hmm. Allah knew that we were going to be, like, if across the board all the women are going to be horrible and look down on men and treat them like dirt, Allah wouldn't have provided that guideline and make the mahar all right. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So there there is a blessing in that and there is wisdom behind it. Like, you are... Like Adija said, it is a contract. It's two people making a mutual agreement that's being sealed... By the will of Allah, like that's literally what the marriage 
process is the the, the ceremony is so like I feel like we've made it more complicated yeah, the mm. culture definitely has. Yeah, the There's too many we've people involved. It's like, for example, we've ever complicated uh, so many things in yeah. well. Like, let's say someone in your age group, for example, he might not afford your set price. And mm. you might want to get married, for example, you might lower your standards. Mm. Because mm. when you're things and when you start, like, when you know your husband's your husband, you're going to you're going to end up compromising a lot of those things that you don't want to compromise on. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Because... But then, this is the thing, yeah, and this is where I feel like we... Another honest can conversation... Can you do an I owe you? Huh? I was just saying, can you do an I owe you with the dowry? Like, can you be like, okay... It seems like a lot of the these marriages, that seems to happen, like, except no one get to anything. A lot of Actually, but you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to enter. I, I don't want to enter an IOU because that's just that's just a really. Re- it needs to be really locked and patterned like, contractually. Yeah. But, yeah, but even still, even still, I, need, that, I need to see it. This is why you register your marriages because now then there's like a legal um binding of that as well. Like if we actually do this and it's legally binding on top of the Islamic side of things, then it becomes more of like, yeah, I'll monitor you that next month. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, as a person, <laughs> I, I just see it as like, it's a mutual agreement. And I think we're also like missing out the fact that even during the time of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, like there were certain marriages that were quote unquote political as well. And they were seen as like moves to um, connect to tribes or connect to regions and to spread Islam. Like that also was a thing. It might not be in the same context in today's world now, but that there was that element. It's not a new thing. It's not a foreign thing. Um, so it, of course it's going to feel like, oh, there's like a mutual agreement. It's a bit of a contract. It might feel very businessy. I think where the line needs to be drawn is other individuals influencing the two people getting married and the two people discussing that. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where the conflict comes in. Um, and I think that that probably stems from how the relationship was like when you guys were getting to know each other because I feel like if there's a if you've reached a point where you're communicating and you know what you're like as partners and you're willing to now take the next step, it should be a smoother transition than, oh, my God, I didn't know you wanted all of this. I didn't know this is what you were like. You sh- if you're at that stage when it gets to that mahar talk and all that, then I would be reevaluating the status of where you're at and the place you're at with your partner rather than the whole mahar situation. Um that's that's personally how I see it like I'm just trying to like take the emotion out of it and understand this is a companion that I'm gonna dedicate another chapter of my life with and at the the end of the day women have a lot more to lose like there's so much data out there that shows you know how women are affected mentally physically financially socially when it comes to marriage and you know you can't ignore that data and I think it's something we have to be mindful of but also understand that your end this is someone that's supposed to be your companion so there should be a natural um connection in terms of like the the mercy and compassion that you show towards each other so if this is the right partner where you're compatible with he won't see it as you trying to take the piss because he already knows how you're like and he knows like the mercy and the rahmah you've shown each other when you're getting to know each other so this is just an extension of that hence why the mahar is supposed to be seen as a valuable gift rather than this is what the parents have decided, so you have to follow through. And that's why like, I personally would want to limit 
how many outside people get involved in this process because I think that's what leads on to a lot of these issues that we see I think another important thing yeah that we don't discuss enough is the fact that your meher or your diary doesn't actually need to be um um doesn't need to be money I feel like a lot of the time when we hear the word meher everyone like well what's the price what's this like it actually doesn't money. need to yeah, yeah. If you want money, then you can have money, but I it doesn't money. need to be money. And I feel like that's why some people end up feeling bad because they feel like they need to ask for money. But not not everyone wants to actually ask for money. There's some women that's that genuinely true. do not want money, and I think that's okay. I think when it comes to meher and dowry, you need to make sure that whatever it is that you are requesting is what you want and not what social media is telling you to ask or not what your parents is telling you to ask or not what your friends have asked for it needs to be something that you want because at the end of the day it is something that is sacred to you and your partner so it shouldn't be influenced by what anyone else thinks like I know someone that asked for um I think she asked for a buyers or something like that like I think she asked for a certain amount of a buyers and that's all she wanted and she's happy I mean to some people, it's like, oh, why are you asking for a buyer? You can get, but that's what she liked. It made her happy. Alhamdulillah, do you know what I mean? So I think that's another honest conversation. That we should... Yeah, to each their own that we should be having. It doesn't necessarily You like work. your milk before your tea, then that's yeah, calm. Yeah, like, I mean, if you want. Whatever floats yeah. your boat. <laughs> I want you to send me I mean, I'm low-key judging. I'm low-key judging that milk before your tea, but yeah, whatever milk floats your boat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm judging it either way, but. Mm. Or the like milk before your cereal. That's just that's just yeah. Word. But anyways, that's whatever floats your boat. Alexia, do, do you do milk before cereal or cereal before milk? I take my cereal, then my milk. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, well, if you did milk, if you did, if you did milk before cereal, then we would have just had to cut this episode short. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, point, no point anyone that does milk before cereal i'm judging you sideways right ways left ways up and down i feel like if you put your milk before cereal i think you're you could you have potential to be a serial killer I think it's like, <laughs> get it serial killer um all right cool let's dive in let's talk some more let's talk let's talk let's talk polygamy and all of that stuff this is so fun so <laughs> you're so silly who wants to go who wants to go first who wants to who wants to go first let's chop it up with alexia obviously guys there's a reason as to why like we're having this specific conversation with sis um but yeah seeing as like you have some experience within that department thought it would be interesting to kind of speak to you about it because a lot of the time I realized that it's always a subject that we speak about hypothetically like oh if I was in that situation I would do this or I wouldn't want this and I wouldn't want that but guys we're hearing it firsthand for like firsthand so my question for you is not necessarily how did it start but 
What were your thoughts before and during? All right. Let me That's start, what I mean. let me start by saying when when you talk about polygamy, you probably say at the beginning, oh, it's not for me. Like you'll be doubting a lot of things. But when you're specifically in that situation, you start researching and you start bringing your feelings into it. So you don't actually know how you're going to feel until you're actually in that situation. Mm. So before I had my little encounter with the whole polygamy situation, I was te- I, I wouldn't say I'm against it because Allah made it. Um, it's halal completely. Um, yeah. I would say that um, it was something that I was completely not ready to do. And when I say I'm not completely ready to do, it's not that I had anything against it. It's just the fact that um, I feel like I'm personally not mature enough for polygamy. Because I feel like mm. it counters a, a certain amount of strength that I probably do not have. Mm, and patience, mm. like all these little things that come under polygamy, I felt like it's just not for me. Like, and I don't want to mm. go through a situation that, um, how do I say it? I'm just not happy. Mm, so, mm, mm, mm. Yeah, what was your question? How did it start? <laughs> how did you, so how did you feel before and how did you feel okay. during? So it was your thought pattern before and then during? Before, I was completely like, this is not for me. And then during, um, to be honest, the brother approached me and he said it as it is. So I feel like that, for a brother to come up to you and explain to you a certain situation, it shows a level of, like, fear. Fear of Allah. Like, that's, the, that's what it came across to me. I was like, you yeah. know what? He's a nice brother, mashallah. Let me research maybe read a couple books, read hadiths, like, and see where my heart is with this situation. Because, mm. yeah, so, sorry, I'm starting a little bit. <laughs> no, 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 it's all right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, during the process, I just thought to myself, maybe it's meant to be, I need to make dua about it, think about it, and do a lot of research, because I don't want to be in a situation that the first wife is uncomfortable. And as a system in Islam, you can't get into a polygamy and basically disregard another part of the situation. So I, anyway, forgetting the brother, I literally forgot about the brother. I thought about the sister of the brother. So I was like, I need to actually, I don't like, us women were very emotional. So in my head, I was thinking to myself that, like, if the first wife is not going to be okay about it, the whole situation is going to go down. That the foundation is just completely not there. So how I felt about it during the process, that's, I just literally thought about her first. And then I had to think about myself. I had to question myself. Am I mature enough to get into this situation? Am I going to add to this situation? Or am I going to cause problems in this situation? Because you need to actually think like that. Because how I see it is, you don't want to be going into a marriage, you're giving your husband headache and you're giving your co-wife headache. It's it's just absolutely not worth it. So that's how I felt during the situation. And I had to just analyse things properly and I felt like I'm emotionally not ready for polygamy. That was my conclusion because I feel like I just want to, especially being so young, like, I just felt like I might just want my husband to myself. What am I going to do for the rest of the week? yeah so what am I going to do for the rest of the week and then we both sat down because polygamy is a great idea 
but how I see it is you need to just evaluate it because if you're not happy what's the point did you at any point like um speak to that first wife as well and like talk to her and have a conversation with her yeah he wanted to have a meeting with the first wife but I felt like it would be I felt like because I already knew like I was trying to force it basically like I was trying to say yeah I'm going to be completely okay with it but like I said before you don't know something into that situation so when you're growing feelings I started like the more I spoke the more because we asked each other questions so the more I spoke to him I was just like mashallah like I really like this brother but I'm not going to be able to be three days without my husband like, realistic, like, realistic. True. It's true though. It's true. Like, it's, it's true. And then do you know what? One thing that stood out to me was um children, for example. So obviously he has one child already. So for example, when he comes to me, he's gonna have a whole wife at home as well with a child. And then if Allah blessed us with children, I would also I might be struggling with the kids myself. So then that's that, that I would have to get all my family involved. I'm not saying they wouldn't support it, but it would be very tricky. Like, it would be very tricky. And there's a lot of unanswered questions to polygamy. That's that's how I view it. When did the red flag, like, not red flag, but when did that, I don't know, when did it um, start kicking in? Like, rah, do I really need the situation? Was it after a couple meetings? Did you ever get a chance to, like, just talk to the wife without the man being there at any point to talk to her at all because like I said yeah answering your question Aisha um I didn't get to talk to her at all because I felt like I needed to generally know if I was ready to before talking to her because she also had to to mentally prepare herself to allow a a third party so I don't want to make it more like maybe like like a bit traumatizing for her so I just decided not to go ahead with um talking to her but when it kicked in and I was like okay this is real real um that's when I started asking questions so we did do meetings I started asking questions and he um he brought a lot of knowledge like me I'm attracted to a man that brings me knowledge so because he was bringing a lot of knowledge I was like oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I really like him you just hit Khadija in the background I was like oh my god I really like him what am I gonna do Man's dropping bars. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what he. That's that's when I was just like, okay, this is getting real now. This ain't a joke. And then um, after, I literally just thought, okay, um, what what chapter am I at in my life right now? Because I need to consider now, maybe next year, couple years later, because this is going to be my my half of my literally half of my dean. So um. That's when it started kicking in, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is real! Like, I'm not gonna be able to see him three days a week. I'm not gonna be able to do certain things, and yeah, I can't remember. You can't even basically text your husband because it's not really fair on the other wife. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Like, yeah, you know what? I've actually never thought about that, but that is actually such a sick point because. Sorry, I can't be not communicating with you for um, three days. Like, but if you think about it, you're not gonna like when it's your turn. You're not gonna want the other wife to basically. It's a woman thing. You're not gonna want her to be messaging. Yeah, parcel vibes, man. I don't like it. It's I don't true. Like the sound of this. It's, <laughs> it's true. It's true, and I think that's why I I probably 
I just, yeah, like, I just, yeah, yeah. It seems like you have to be very emotionally detached in some ways to be able to handle a situation like this. Yes. And I feel like, Mm. yeah, you have to be a lot like, that's a good question. And explain to me, okay, now I've already spoken to you, I've asked you questions, you've asked me questions, now I have to spend time with my wife. So that makes you feel like, okay, like, that's it's a bit much. Do you know what I mean? So that's how I felt, mm. but um, it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot. Did you look him up? I said, you've asked me questions, I've asked you questions, now I have to spend time with my wife. <laughs> Are you crazy? Are you not trying to wife me as well? But you better be spending all your time with <laughs> You're trying to wife me, you've already won her. So you got... Fair point, you know? Like, I think, uh, though, in a way, like, you... You said you weren't you weren't sure if you were emotionally uh, if you had the um, like the strength for it, but I do feel like you showed a level of maturity and strength to mm. actually like have that conversation, do that research, yeah. even think about the the first wife because I know of like polygamous marriages that happen with the first wife that is not happy with it, that's never wanted it mm. kind of thing. So for you to actually be thinking of that woman, I think that is mature in itself and mm-hmm. I, I mean I'm not going to say I don't know if a lot of second wives or third wives do that because I don't know but it's it's not something I really have heard before so mm-hmm. yeah I think give yourself credit in that situation I, I value peace I'm, I'm I love peace so in my head I was just like, like if this is supposed to be my sister um like I need to it would be great for her to kind of also teach me some knowledge because as you I'm a revert, so I was just like, maybe this might be the extra push that I need. Like, it's like it's more of a blessing than complications. To me. That's how I kind of view it. Because she, she obviously, um, I feel like she has more knowledge and she can bring so much to the table. But she's not gonna give me knowledge if her heart's not completely there. So me to that, I'm not gaining anything apart from losing. So I had to start thinking like this, but this only kicked in when I realised, okay, starting to like him, like, what am I going to do? And then, yeah, and then the whole kid thing came to my head and I was just like, okay, what am I going to do when I have kids? Like, am I going to send it to my house for the three days? Because I'm not going to be by myself here. Like, you need to start thinking about <laughs> Y'all are going to your stepmama's house. Yeah, like, how do I-, <laughs> I have another question. Um, did he know that you were a revert before he approached you about this? Yeah. Yeah, he was very straight up. He was very, like, I was even shocked how it occurred. Like, he was very straight up. He was just like, Salam, this is my situation. Mashallah, I think you're beautiful. I'd like to get to know you for marriage purposes. And he told me. But, the like, no one's ever come up to me and said to me, this, this, this is a situation. Because you can walk into any situation that like you can be married to one person and get divorced, but you can be in a polygamous relationship that will last a lifetime. So it just depends on your maturity. It's, it's literally all about maturity. So I thought that um, my maturity was, com- it was there, but it's not at a level to be sharing my husband. That, that's where my mind You know, the, the thing is, yeah, I get what you mean, but I don't, I don't know if it's maturity, you know. I I don't know, like, because throughout the whole situation, yeah, I feel like, like, I shall like to say, pardon? Oh, I said consideration. Like, I, I, Maybe I, I, I can't hear you. I don't know. 
I think just empathetic as well. Maybe that, because like Aisha's rightfully said, yeah, you have shown a level of maturity that if we're keeping it a buck, most women probably wouldn't even show. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know so many people that have got into, like, polygamous marriages and they they don't care for the first wife. Like, and when I say they don't care, it's not that, like, they disregard her or anything, but to them it's like, well, he's allowed to get married to her second husband so she can't say no. Do you know what I mean? Whereas with you, you've kind of put yourself in her shoes, kind of thought about it from her perspective, and you've even gone and asked yourself questions, which is the one thing that I wanted to bring up. I think it's, that's, like, very, very mature of you to even, like, self-evaluate, reflect on yourself and ask yourself, am I going to make this situation better or am I going to bring it complications? Which, again, if we're keeping it a buck, I don't think, I I personally don't know anyone that's actually done that when it comes to political, that's actually sat down and questioned themselves, like, what am I bringing to this table that's already put together? Do you know what I mean? And that's why I don't think it's maturity, like, because I feel like, I feel like it's just one of them situations where if you can do it, you can do it, but it doesn't make you any less... Because what you're feeling is normal. Do you get what I mean? Like, everything that you're feeling is very much normal and very much valid. Like, anyone that's going to be getting into a marriage of two is going to think that way. Oh, my gosh, like, we're going to have to split the time. Okay, what about the kids? And no, but I don't want to spend just three days with you. And anyone that loves someone or... It's not, not, yeah. If you wasn't thinking that, I'll be thinking, right, okay, maybe, maybe you don't care about him enough. Like, do you know, like, but even like, go on. What Um, what question this, yeah, was because basically, when the whole subject of, um, when the whole subject comes up, I thought to myself, I can't personally be the first wife because I can be the second wife, I can't be the first wife. And not a lot of people understand this. So basically, the first wife, as the first wife, you've obviously walked into your situation. Obviously, you have to, you have to accept that you've allowed other wives. But um, the situation is, as a first wife, you're going through the journey of hearing your husband say, saying that he wants a second wife. So, like, I don't think my heart could take that. So, <laughs> so being a second wife, you kind of like I know this sounds maybe it sounds a bit bad, but it's like you have more of like the overstep because you know what you're walking into. But as the first wife, really, like your your husband might say to you, "Okay, I want a second wife," but you might not take it in. Mm. But as the second wife, mm. you know what you're walking into. So mm. that's why you know, that's it's very honest. That is a very 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 honest. Um, perspective because most women say I would rather be the first wife than be the second wife but a lot of the time when women say that it's coming from a place of pride and ego like you met me here I'm not coming to meet you he met you here but at the end of the day he's gonna build feelings like you can't split there's one thing that can't be split is your heart so realistically he's going to invest his time into something new should I say so, you, know, you don't know you don't like you might be the first wife yes but for him to feel like he needs a second like to me that's a bit like like would you need a second what am I missing what's yeah. what, why am I not enough that's what I would feel anyway you would feel like you're lacking a lot of things so for me I don't want to feel like so I can be a second wife 
but I can't be the first. That's where I'm at in the whole situation because I just. All right, so let's flip the script, yeah. So you see how hypothetically some women would like the first wife is gonna feel like she's lacking a lot of stuff and all of that kind of stuff, yeah. As the second wife, isn't there a part of you that feels like you're being used to fill a void that the first wife can't fill? So like your hmm. second option, hmm. Flip, flipping the scripts. I think, I think definitely like part of you could probably would probably feel like oh I'm I'm fulfilling some sort of need that potentially she might not be fulfilling if you get me. Did you did you at one point feel like that? Or that at one point throughout the whole like situation, did you ever feel like oh you know what? Not even oh you know what like oh like. She she must there's there's clearly something she's missing that I am good enough to to fill. No, do you know what mm. it is? I feel like um, especially before marriage, you need to know who you are. So in my head, I wasn't thinking that um, I was filling a void because I feel like I'm a whole package. So I just Ooh. Like... <laughs> Ooh. she's a meal, not a snack. <laughs> Hey, hey, this is the cap this is the title of the whole episode. I'm a whole package. That's it. Yeah, so um I didn't really walk in that way. I just thought to myself, um, I like this brother, he's down to earth. What can my co-wife bring to the table? What can I bring to the table? And that's that's how I saw it really. But it was it might have been the reasons why he wanted a second wife. Because you also need to know why your husband would like at least. That's the least 100%. you deserve to know. <laughs> but yeah, he told me why. But there's men, like men have many reasons why. Like um, maybe he wants more kids. Maybe, like you said, to fill a void. But he's entitled to. So like I had to kind of just understand, and it's just about understanding. Like I said, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't feel like I was um filling a void. I just thought this is what I'm bringing to the table, and I know what I am. Um, I feel like you have to. But this is what I was trying to say about the first wife. I don't want to make the first wife feel like insecure. But that's something you're mm-hmm. gonna feel at, at the beginning because you're at a place that why come can't you literally want your husband to yourself. So it's something mm-hmm. that you have to like understand. And that's why I felt like I had to respect her for her to even allow herself to share her husband. Because that's not something easy. Like you have to have a certain amount of a lot of strength for that. Respect. <laughs> yeah. I've got a question. What do you guys feel is a valid reason for the guy to want a second wife kind of thing? Like if a guy approached you and said, like, I want you as a second wife, what? I think if I couldn't have kids or something. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Okay, okay. okay. But even even with that, I feel like there's so many other options that we could go through. Yeah. But then look at him sideways, but I was like, "Mm," as much as I don't want to admit it, like... I can see why, even if I don't agree. I can with it. I can see why in that, but again, I feel like there's other roots, and yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to think for me personally. Like, what could you say that would make me want to? That would because I guess I, really I don't know. Maybe if maybe if I lived in a different like country. environment, like country, country. Yeah, if I lived in a different country, I just feel like for for me, I think it's it's more. Um, 
feasible in a way to do like to have polygamous marriages in other countries than it is here because even like for example I'm thinking about like the two homes like already I'm thinking okay like he he needs to be able to 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 be providing for two different homes because I'm assuming we're not going to live in the same house so that's already mm-hmm. like two rents or two mortgages or whatever it is yeah and then on top like, I'm just thinking like so many things like do I is it actually something that is properly I mean, I know of people that do it here and that the wives are in two different homes. But yeah, I guess, yeah, I'm just like, is it 100%? Yeah. Those are the questions. Yeah, it's questions you would ask. Yeah, Yeah, and for him, he had to be honest with himself. Like, at the end of the day, when you're working in the UK, unless you own your own business, you're you're making about 1,500, 2K if you're working maybe 40 hours. And realistically, he's paying, like, like, she fully depends on him and with me I work so he was just like he basically came to like a realization and he was like okay I need to pay for everything for my first wife because that's that's what she expected walking into this marriage I can also give mm. you a certain amount of money per month and for example things will have to change because when you have children he's gonna have to pay for his children as well so mm-hmm. realistically on a basic wage it's hard for you to have two wives because Unless we were literally just spending like fifty pound a month, because I don't, I, I, it's not affordable. It's not affordable. It's true. But we started taking could all you, the things into consideration. Mm, it's true. I was gonna ask, could you get? Well, I know. Could you guys live in the same house as a like your first wife? Like, could no, you? I feel like, 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 it was like, like it's asking for too much. <laughs> this is the thing if exactly it could be fun if it was a big house i i wouldn't have an um i wouldn't have an issue with it one thing that i've realized this year surprisingly is i'm not actually well i can't be against polygamy because allah has said it's it's, um permissible however if you remember the last episode we did about it, I was very much on the no end of the stick. Like, oh, hell no. Yeah. I mean, no, actually, no, I wasn't. I think I was like, mm, if, I can't remember what I was, but I, I know that you, I wasn't. You were pretty dumb. <laughs> you were pretty dumb. I, I remember saying something like... Um, I think it was me and Amina that were like, really no. I think yeah, you were I'm a little, you were yeah, little bit... I came up with some and excuse. And I was like, trying to convince us otherwise. <laughs> I'm like, no. Yeah. But I realized, speaking to one of my friends, and um, I think I told you about this, Aisha, and he was like, well, I hope it wasn't me. And I think I, I explained the whole, like, sister wife to you. And um, oh. I, I was speaking to one of my friends, yeah, and we basically came to the realisation. I don't know if I should be saying this on the podcast. Oh, well. General discussion with a friend anyway. And we came to the realisation that we could be co-wives but oh yeah. i remember this i remember this, yeah, this conversation. I, I, like, and then it got me starting to think that you know what it's actually not a bad idea if the two wives actually really get along yeah. if there's a yeah. some form of connection between the two wives then I, i'm going to be completely honest i don't think it actually sounds as bad as we make it seem and that's mm-hmm. why when you look at like um, polygamous marriages in America and all of that kind of stuff, you never really hear them speak about it from the angle that we speak about it from the UK. 
Americans, they love it off. Like, they enjoy it. Oh, alhamdulillah. Because men love spoiling them. Here, flipping, yeah, begging for Let me change. into a polygamous marriage by all means. That I wonder what I the difference is. Like, why over there it's, like, more of a... I mean, if we're going with this generalisation, why it seems like things are a bit more harmonious over there and then here it's like... No, I think it goes back to the connection thing. I think that's what it goes back to with the wives being able to connect on the level where they don't mind. I feel like we're really stush in the UK. Like, we're really stuck mm. up stush. True, true. Whereas sure. with them in America, they would probably even recommend a friend. Like, babe, I got a friend. <laughs> we'll go through the, we'll go through the, like, photos <laughs> together. Like, like, like you're like, that's it depends, that's what I'm saying. It depends what mindset you enter in. Because if you want, for example, what you want for yourself, for your sister, it will go absolutely well. But you mm. both have to be on that page. 100%. It's not like that. It's, it's going to crumble. And a lot of situations, like a, um, a brother gets a second wife and then he divorces his first wife. It ends up happening because the first wife can't handle it. Yeah. I, I was actually, um, I was I was watching a documentary recently with my mum, and it was about a guy here in the UK. I think he was in London. He was gonna have a second wife, and it actually made me start thinking a bit more about the situation. And I I thought to myself, I'm not saying that if any brother is listening to this and thinking I want to slide in Aisha's DMs, I'm not saying I'm all I could 100% enter a polygamous marriage. Okay, let me just make that clear, but. Mm. I started thinking about it and I thought, hmm, if for whatever reason my first marriage didn't work out and I had a child, then I could probably, then I I maybe could be more open to it in that situation, like as my like second marriage. Ooh, this was just I based off of the documentary that. that I watched. Mm. And yeah. I, there was just, there was, there was things that I was watching. Again, I'm not saying I'm completely... I don't know if I could ever f- fully be involved in that just because of the type of person I am. Like, I I don't think I could do that whole, like, you know, sometimes you're here, See, sometimes you're not. Like, it gets interesting, yeah? Because, again, let me say the same... Let me do the same disclaimer that Aisha did. If there's any brother listening that wants to <laughs> slide the DM, I'm not saying... <laughs> I'm not saying whatever. You've got to make it clear. You've got to make that, it clear. But this is the thing. I'm not saying I'm against polygamous marriages, isn't it? It's not a preference. It's definitely not a preference. Yeah, that's not However, if it was going to happen, I would like to make a recommendation. That I would, if, if it was something that was going to happen, I would actually like to have that discussion. We're in it together. Yeah. yeah we're we're in it together i want to know who it is if yeah. i can if i can recommend someone to you i'd rather we have it that way because then i know mm. exactly what we're getting involved with however you see the whole hypothetical if my first marriage didn't work out and then i would okay. go into that i don't know that i don't know if i could do i, w- I would rather not again it is not my preference. I'm just saying mm. it is something yeah, that I started yeah. thinking about and I thought, hmm, maybe I could. I'm not saying I could, but it, it, that was when I started thinking, oh, actually, maybe this is a situation that I could see myself in. No, I don't see myself in that situation, but potentially... 
basically, <laughs> if it happened, you would you would consider it basically, yeah? All right. I don't. I, yeah, I just I feel think... like I'm too much of an emotional person. Like I, I, I'm, I'm gonna be completely honest. I'm selfish when it comes to this stuff. So I already know I won't be able to hack it, and fan. I'll just be straight up. Like I wouldn't even want to entertain any of this. Like there's the so many alternatives I would entertain <laughs> before polygamy. Um, like, no. I'm, I, I'm, I'm being serious, and it's like I understand it's made halal. I'm not against it because I know Allah mm-hmm. made it permissible. Cool for you. Like if that's what you want to do, sure. For me personally, even with the whole sister wife thing. I just feel like, for me, there'll be too many boundaries that are just blurred now because I'm seeing you as a friend, but now we're sister-wife and the common denominator is this man that we're both sharing. My emotions will get too muddled, personally, for me. I I like to have clarity on where I stand with the person and I like it to be very clear-cut. And I feel like if it was someone that I knew and I'm like, yeah, I can vouch for them, in my head, I'm just thinking, like, am I just giving this man another wife, like, for pleasure? Like, that's how I'm seeing it in my head. Like, it's convenient mm-hmm. for the guy. Um, I feel like I'll be sacrificing so much mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and all in between. Like, I just, just, I'll just weigh that up, and that's enough to put me off. Like, I would personally rather be single, if I'm going to be honest. In, in my, I feel like I'd have a lot more clarity. <laughs> and at the end of the day, I could still go to Jenna while I'm single. So that's enough for me it's to, true. you know. That's just my personal. Like I think I'm very emotional. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I, I want yeah. my man to myself. That's how I see it, and I think that's enough yeah. for me to not even entertain those other hypotheticals. Yeah. That's just my personal opinion. So my DMs are already locked off, so I don't think... even bother. Hey, <laughs> okay. My DMs are... Ah, yeah. you've already been turned off. If you email me, I'm archiving it. <laughs> or put yeah. it in the bin. Wedding, so. wedding bells are ring. Twenty twenty one. Wedding bells are ring. Ding, 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 ding. Definitely not for polygamy. <laughs> yeah, not for polygamy. But, polygamy. You know. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, I in think, career I or think the reason. I think that first conversation we had last year, because it was literally around this time last year. I think it opened like. I think it made me because I think for a long time I kept be thinking like oh I'm against polygamy I'm against polygamy and then that conversation made me realize actually I can't be against polygamy because it's something that Allah has said is permissible yeah so I think I had to change my thinking about it and the thing is I have I I I, I have seen and I know of many polygamous homes where it's worked wonderfully and they all get on and everything and the you know it's it's worked really well there are some that I've seen and have experienced that I know probably haven't so I feel like it's there's something to be learned from every single situation and there's no I can't I don't feel like I can sit here and say 100% it's completely wrong for me when I haven't experienced it not saying I I want to experience it I can't lie like in terms Don't of positive understanding, I, the only time when I feel like, raw, like, okay, nice, is when I'm reading the stories of the Prophet, peace be upon him and his wives. That's the only time where I'm like, oh, right, like, I can see, like, I can see the, the, the reasons why people would in today's age. But really and truly, where I feel like, raw, this feels very, I, I, I see the spiritual like connection. But do you know what I mean? Like, in real life i'm just thinking oh okay yeah i guess if it works for you i need like do your thing in it but when it's only when i'm reading the stories of the prophet's wives where i'm like oh okay like rah this person and i think it links to and this is not even polygamy based i think it's a generic thing like for a lot of women when they get married it's very easy to fall into like losing who you are as an individual outside of being a wife and a mother 
And I think the reason why I probably feel very inspired um, reading the stories of the prophet's wives, like, is because I still see their individual identity while they're still a wife of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Do you know what I mean? Whereas in today's age, I don't I don't see it that much. And that's not even just polygamous marriages, just marriages in general. Like it's very rare to meet someone who's a wife who you still know outside of her being so and so's husband. Do you know what I mean? And I think that also adds to why I personally would just wanna I wouldn't chance it. Because it's just as women, like there's just so many things we have to chance in this life. Why should I add to that stress if Allah's not giving me the heart to take that? I don't want that for myself. I'm just a baby girl out here. Like, I'm a good citizen. I'm just out here. I, I really can't. Yeah, my heart can't take it. <laughs> yeah, Allah, give me one before I flatline. Like, that's but it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? One thing that you guys have said that is, like, my highlight, for example, was, um, you know, we're talking about if, um, would you live in the same house? Like, for example, as a second wife, I don't want to be going into the co-wife's home. Like, you see, like, I like to decorate my house how I like to decorate my house. So we're gonna have that problem, and yeah. then obviously I don't, I don't know how the I don't get I don't I won't understand how anything goes. What if it's and a ten just, bedroom mansion and you never see her? No, that's that, love. But if we were talking about we're that in a could work, and, yeah. Oh, peak. I mean, one room here, one. You know, exactly. in the kids' room on the other days, like it's a bit mad. Also, it'll just be awkward. Like he's in her room, and you know he's in her room, and it's like your their room is next to your room, and it's just yeah, kind of like you're sitting this, there yeah. in bed, like <laughs> like <laughs> turns aloud. It's just, it's, just, um, it's just a bit awkward, isn't it? A lot of the time, when we speak about polygamy and all of that kind of stuff, we always focus on the women. Even throughout this whole conversation, we've kind of focused a lot on the women perspective, the women, the women, the women, forgetting that the man actually has the most important role to play in order for a polygamous marriage to be successful. That's why even Amina, when you're talking about reading like the stories of the Prophet of the Prophet and his wives and all of that kind of stuff, one thing when you read across the board, one thing that you that you see across all the stories is is very realistic these people were humans these people had feelings and they definitely showed them do you know what i mean that there's even one um hadith that talks about aisha radiallahu anhu when prophet muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam went to one of the other wife's house and she came home and he wasn't at home and then she got upset. So by the time Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam came back, he closed the door and she wouldn't let him in. Now, this is not like a random man. This is not like an everyday man, you know. It's not one of the men of today. This is the whole prophet, you know, like the most perfect human that Allah has ever created. And she shut the door on him and she was like, you're not coming home. Like, you're not coming inside. You went to go see your other wife? Cool stay there yeah i'm closing the door on you today go back to where you're coming from what did prophet muhammad time do he started knocking on the door and then he started basically like sweet talking her sweet talking her sweet talking her sweet talking her sweet talking to her until she finally came calmed down and then came down you know ha khadija the english is in english today yeah i told you you're only francais um until she finally and um, Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and then she opened the door for him. But the key point in in this whole story, and I love it so much, is that it shows you that as pious 
as Aisha radiallahu anha was, she still had feelings and she still felt her feelings. And this is one of the most pious women in the world. Do you know what I mean? They call her Ummul Mu'mineen. She is so pious. So if a woman that pious can feel that form of jealousy and hold her little tantrum and close the door on Muhammad, not some any Tom um, Jabril or Hassan from Brixton Mosque or Hounslow. We're talking about Prophet Muhammad here. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you can close Very the door on specific him, locations. <laughs> oh no, I was just, no, those are the ones that came to mind. <laughs> Get out of here. I don't know no Jabril from Hounslow. But yeah, if, if, she, if someone that pious can feel what she was feeling and close the door on Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as a woman within this day and age, everything that we are feeling is very much valid. And I don't think that, I feel like sometimes we try to make it seem like we're not allowed to feel like feel that way. Like the way Amina feels, she's allowed to feel like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, Allah said it's permissible, so you shouldn't really be feeling like that. Okay, but Aisha oh, did it and no. she closed the door on the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What are we talking about? I mean, you know it sounds mean? like something. But like then the... you have... Yeah. Pardon? That's I something said, it sounds I like something I would do. do. I can't <laughs> it's, it's really I can't, something like, I would do. You guys, like, know, I, like, got, yeah, yeah, I, I, I could, I, yeah. Actually, you know what? Now I'm thinking about it. I think, oh, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. You see what I mean? Like, I just, I don't think my heart was not I'm built like that. Sorry, I, I can't. And that's the but honest thing. The man, the man yeah. has a role. The man definitely has a role to play. Like, look at how the prophets are like, yeah. handled that situation. Yeah. Give it to a man within these days, and he'll prob- he probably will go back to where he was coming from. Do you know? Uh, yeah, like, like, this is my thing. They, go on, both of you. I, I couldn't hear both of you. He was a- no, no, yeah, Alexi, Alexi, you go. It depends on the man because, for example, you need a man that can lead and lead with his right, literally his his proper foot. Because if, for example, a situation occurred that maybe you're arguing your co-wife or anything. The man, the man that needs to sort this out, he needs to build the foundation for both of your homes, for for the respect. Because if the guy doesn't build the respect level between you two, there's never going to be any respect. And this, this, mm. this, this is where I felt like he went right with, because he he had conversations with his wife. Are you ready for this? Watch this. Read this. Like. They, they've spent a while getting her mind ready for this step. But if it's a husband that doesn't care about your feelings, he doesn't like, you might have to question your actual marriage. Because it's not That's about the very true. Yeah. He's going to add the second don't have wife to the for men like that. Yeah, I, I think that's all, like, I think that's why. Yeah. But it's not really about, for example, I know you were saying about his desires and stuff, um, Amina, but like, realistically, you're going to have to pay for your wife. You're going to have to help. Like, you're going to have to do so much. So he will completely forget about half of his desires because it, it, like, it intakes so much. Like, he's I gonna get be, that. He works, for example, so he's going to be tired half of the time. So, so where was the void? Uh, nah. Do you know what? I get you. <laughs> but it's like, wouldn't he be feeling that when he had the first wife anyway, if he's providing and he's busy working and stuff? I, I don't I think part of why I feel the way I feel also is I just don't have 
like men are just so disappointing and I just don't see me- I don't hold men on that level of pedestal that I'm willing to yeah, but I feel like compromise to like this that. level You've, that's my like personal like honest that. opinion yeah but I feel like you feel like that because it's like you know it's not going to be a hundred percent equal yeah, because if you, if you I, I'm not going to feel the yeah, partnership there. Yeah, so I feel like if you if it was 100 percent equal and you actually like saw okay it's 100 percent equal, you might not you mm. might reconsider just a little bit. But if because it's not equal and you want couldn't. the husband to herself, it's it's not. I just don't hold men to that pedestal. I really like men for the most part. Boom, it's very rare for a man to actually be like, you know what, I want to commit to you. And then when it comes to the committing, I, I don't want to share that. Why? After all these rubbish, useless men that have come into my life, I now have to share the one good one. I just don't. And that's why, like, I would even go as far as I'd rather be single because <laughs> I just, I think it's a, per- for me, it's like a personal thing. I just like but what I think. I just, in general, I don't hold men that high. I, I get their role in society and I get their role as what Allah's given them. Sure, cool, I respect that. But I, there's just certain things I just don't want to compromise because, I already know how much I'm compromising as a woman and how much that's being tested by my faith. Do you know what I mean? And, and that's why I just don't like in this whole situation. It's not, I don't, it's not even the wife, the co-wife I would have a problem with or anything. I just don't hold men to that level of ad- admiration for me to be compromised. That's just my personal thing, isn't it? Um, like I get, I definitely get your reasoning. And I think it's very like, I can see the perspective. I just don't hold men to that standard I, I really no, I'm, they're, they're I'm not gold with you, you know what I mean I'm, I'm literally sitting right next to you but I just considered it <laughs> but now I'm back to I'm okay I'm a I'm fine with just having my own husband and he comes in to me would you ever consider it again husband. do you think no unless he was like a billionaire I don't think so <laughs> yeah, if he's a billionaire with there three wives I'm there I'm there <laughs> yeah, I'm so like, if, you can, if buy, I'm a, you can buy me a house in every continent. No, I don't but, like, to me, there's a limit. Like, I can be, for example, a second wife, but he can't have a third wife. Like, I, I, I don't want to go through the first wife situation. <laughs> Not for me. Fair enough. Fair play, to be honest. I, 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 get, I get that. I get that. But then it's like, yeah, then it's a tricky situation once you once you enter but in. But that's and still then it's my like, right. Oh, yeah, but that's still my right. He doesn't, he can't, mm-hmm. he doesn't have to... I stated it. I can be the second, but that—that's it. Kalas, like nothing else. Do you see all this emotional turmoil we'll go through, and <laughs> men are the ones that are really going to influence the situation. This is what I mean. Like, I just can—can can I really put that trust in a man like that? I can't lie. I'm seeing more cons than pros. But that's I just me. feel like, for the most part, though, as well, a lot of them actually don't really sit down and really fully understand what their role is as a man with more than one yep. wife they literally they go into it because they know it's a right but they don't know the responsibilities and it's like well I can have more than one wife so I'm going to go do it it's like okay great but like do you know that you're supposed to provide x y and z do you know you're supposed to treat them like x y do you know what I mean so I feel like um yeah in there's the a lot of learning that complicated. Come from I feel like in the UK it's complicated but if it's somewhere like for example um in a, like a Muslim country like full Islamic, I think it's easier to go through that, and it might like it might be an advantage. But in like the Western world, it's it's very hard, very very hard, because you can't control all these things like at all. You don't know what's actually going on. There's so many questions that left unanswered. You're just gonna be doubting all the time. Then three days a also, week, you're gonna be sitting on that sofa doubting yourself. Can I ask as well, like 
what is the legal standpoint in this country? Because this is not a Muslim country when it comes to polygamy. Was that a conversation that ever popped up? Really you can't legally register the marriage. You can't, you can, you can do you can't legally re- register. You can do you can do it, but you can't be legally recognized. So that's that's uh, again that's another thing I I, I was thinking. Yeah, like, I'm thinking now because you mentioned Muslim country. Wife, she wasn't legally married, so I think like with me, I think with my brain. So I'm not saying the, the other sister didn't, but I think <laughs> I would have to. I would have to. <laughs> but then that's my thing, though. Is that is that really equal? Is that really equal in terms she, of she's just Islamically married and not state married? For example, I will probably claim that because in my head it's like. I'm gonna have to beat someone. Yeah, to the punch. you see what I mean. Like, but the thing is, is that is that technically legal though? In like, in 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 the eyes of, I mean, I don't know, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, is that legal in term? Not legal, equal in terms of like you and the first wife. If like she has that legal um, protection and you don't, like in this country, kind of thing. Oh. That's that's because like is that is that fair in in the in but at the, the beginning of the, at the beginning of the first wife's marriage she obviously must have had this opportunity so if she didn't take the opportunity and you feel like you can take that opportunity then use your opportunity because see this is where I would look at the man sideways <laughs> yeah because I'm did just you not like, bring that up but nothing I feel like well it's not about him bringing it up necessarily. But he should, because, no, like, the man is really, he's a huge piece of the puzzle here, like, you know? Um, no, I get that, but you, you also need, if you, want, if you want to, if you want to legalise the marriage, you also should bring it up. It's, it's yeah. not just for him. Like, that's also, you, and that's yeah. and that's something we need to educate ourselves on in terms of, like, marriage in this UK as well, especially because our marriage, our Islamic marriages don't mean any, don't mean, <laughs> so... Yeah, you have to. I guess a positive I could say about this guy is like it. It seems like he did actually take a lot into consideration. That legal stuff aside, it seems like even when he approached you, he it seems like he was thinking of a lot of different factors, and because that matched with how you were being very considerate to your um to the first wife, I think it sort of gelled. Even if it didn't work out in the end, I think just during those meeting process, I think there was still some sort of like common ground in the sense that. You guys wanted to address as many things as possible up front. So, so, you know, I can see a positive in that. Like, it seems like he tried. I don't think a lot of men would have gone to the lengths that this guy seemed to have gone through. So I respect that. I'll, I'll give that to him at least. But now one thing that's important... He's, he sounds like a decent guy. <laughs> you need to, like, yeah. look at finances as well because I feel like it's not fair for you to be doing everything for the first wife because that's how she walks into the marriage. And then now I must settle for less. So you need to always uphold your standards because mm. it's, it's it's equal. It's supposed to be equal. So if you're paying this, if you're paying her friend bill, you're also paying my friend bill. Whatever you're doing for her, you need to be doing for me. So if you cannot financially, yeah, if you can barely live off the first wife, I'm definitely not. Your, I'm definitely not going to be a second one. Exactly. So that's that's my mm-hmm. viewpoint, and obviously, like every, everyone's in different situations. Like someone could be living in a council house, the other wife might be renting, so her rent might be like two thousand or one thousand. What, what what's the next approach? So you need to calculate loads of things. So it gets very political. So that's that's you, you need to know how you're basically coming into it. So that's why I understand what you meant when you said that if you was divorced and you had a child, you might consider it. I totally understand that. But 
I just not for me right now. What advice would you give to someone like in that situation? Like, say if someone was approached in a similar way that you were approached, what advice would you give to a sister that's listening to this that might be in somewhat a similar position? Um, I'll tell a sister to firstly you go with the flow because you know when you start panicking, you're gonna start causing confusion. <laughs> so you need to be very calm about it. <laughs> oh, that, 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 that excuses me then. <laughs> I'm out of here. Consider all parties, be respectful at all times, and you have to make sure you get them questions out, because if you don't get the questions out, when are you going to get the questions out? When you're married already, and you're at home, having your free days, and you're, you're, you're just sitting there looking at the clock for the third day to come. Like, that, that, that's not, you need to think about all these things. You need to think about your children, like, if you don't have any already, you need to think about all these things, because you're not the only person that's going to be in the situation. So, and nothing is a hundred percent. He can't split his heart in half. So realistically, emotionally, he might care for one more than the other, but he might just, obviously he can't say that. So you need to think about all these little question marks because mm. it just is what it is. And you don't want to mess up someone else's marriage. So you always so need to think about that because that's your sister at the end of the day. So you can't walk into something thinking, yeah. Like, I know a lot of sisters that walk into stuff and they're like, I'm 100% going to ruin their marriage so I can stay with him. Yeah, a lot knows best at the end of the day, but that's not ideal. Like, So you need to remember you're getting rewards. You also need to remember everything's getting written down. So you might not, you have to be honest with yourself. That's literally my only advice. That was that was a really good, that was a really nice ending. Um, yeah, it was eye-opening. i got to say, thank you for being with you. Um, I like the fact that you was really, 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 really honest. But yeah, it um, definitely had an impact on the direction that the conversation was flowing in because of how honest um, you are. It's always nice to hear these conversations in their raw and authentic form. And like, not because a lot of the times I feel like when we have these type of conversations, sisters are trying to water down certain things or like not make it seem like what it is. And kind of stuff but yeah you was really really um yeah very insightful like, like, thank yeah. you so much yeah i really I appreciate it because it opened my eyes up as well yeah no thank yeah. you thank you for like for just being on here and saying everything that you did because it's like yeah it's not and we appreciate your hustle as well like <laughs> the story aside like you're mashallah like, i can't lie like when you introduce yourself raw guys i don't know more <laughs> my my business page is called blank bay so it's blank bay uk yeah mm. on instagram cool. so yeah hit me up for your i am thank you i am a trusted user of the service and i can say oh yeah is that the one you went to khadija Oh, yes. yeah, I remember you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yes, I can say that it is an amazing service. It's absolutely, absolutely amazing. I actually need to um book an a, a book, Don't worry, book I've got you guys. Yeah, guys, you know where to go if you want your name. You. you don't want to go to London. I'm in London. 
the hair care line that's coming out, the organic hair care line that's coming I'm out. I'm excited for that. Allah, I'll send you guys a care package. You can try it out. Um, like every type of hair texture. Oh, I'll send you guys some goodies. Oh, yes. So thank you. We'll tag her in all of our, in all the posts and all of that kind of stuff. But yeah, let us know what you think. Um, yeah. Over and out. Deuces, muses. Hello.